Shalom Abarach, Rav Demesach is getting Dafei Aleph. Today's Daf discusses how long is considered La'achar Zman. After a while, we discuss what happens if a get is written but not given. How does that affect marriage to Kahuna? We discuss uh, rumors about a Koyen and how we respond to those before and after marriage and other differences between the Deres Rishonim and the Deres Achroinim. What happens if a divorced couple spends a night in an inn together? What's their status now? Gabeler Gerushin and Afkmina, whether we had we know for sure that they had be or not. We discuss a get Kareach, missing signatures. Now back in our Mishnah, we had mentioned two cases of a Vama, a Yibu mix-up. One was where one of the wives was an erva to the brother-in-law so they all got off the hook and then it turns out she was an islandess or one of the wives did yibum to one of the brothers and then it turns out she was an islandess and either way those tourists who remarried end up being really stuck getting the raw end of the deal from either husband the Gemara now Tells us why we needed both cases uh, of the Erva Islanders and the one who did Yibum and was an Islanders. Because if I had only said the case when one of the wives was Arias to the brother in law, maybe over there, since they never she never actually did any Yibum with the brother in law, that would be different than over here when the wife did do Yibum. It just turns out she was an Islanders, maybe it wouldn't be so harsh. If I had only said the case of Yibam over there, every one of the wives had was up to do Yibam. It was just one of them was picked out. She ended up being the islandess. But by the case of the wife, one of the wives was an erva. None of them ever were up to doing Yibam. That makes these two cases very different. And therefore, we, we mentioned both of them in the Mishnah. Now, the next case in the Mishnah was when the Soifer mixed up the receipt and the get and gave them to the wrong spouse. And if we only discover this later in time, then we think maybe they did a, a swap and actually he had given her a get and now they just swapped back to do shticks so that she would get out of her second marriage. What's considered right away when we can say, okay, just swap back or... Says, his opinion is that as long as they're still sitting and talking about the get, they're still in that same conversation, that's right away. But once they get up and leave, they could have swapped as soon as they left the door. Ravada Barava says, as long as she didn't remarry, it's still considered immediate. Once she remarries, now there's a reason to b- believe that they're trying to get her out of that marriage and he gave her the get, she gave him the receipt. Or they did this switcheroo after the second marriage. Now we have a Mishnah, which seems to uh, be a Kashan Shmuel, because it teaches us that what happens in the first marriage isn't going to ruin the schus of the second marriage. Now, according to Rabbi who says that our whole issue is reliant on the woman remarrying. That's why we're mentioning the second husband. But according to Shmuel, it has nothing to do with the second marriage. It's all about whether they left this conversation. 
Gemara answers that according to Shmuel, he'll interpret the Mishnah to mean that once they leave the presence of these Adim, she now has the status of, of divorced and she has the right to remarry. Now she's open for marriage, not that she did, in fact, remarry. In the next mission, we learn that if the husband writes a get for his wife, but he doesn't give it to her, Bishamai says that she's still puzzled for Kahuna just from the fact that a get was written for her. She has a din of a, a Megareshis. Basil says that even if he actually gave it to her, but he gave it to her on a tenai that wasn't fulfilled, she can still marry Kahuna. She's not divorced until she's actually divorced. In the Gemara, we learn that Rabbi Yosef sent a Shaila to Rav Menasya. Rabbi Yosef, read Rav Menasya, sent the Shaila to Shmuel. He said, Here's the question. If, if we have rumors going out about a certain Koyan that he had written a get for his wife, that's the rumor. We know, I'm sorry, he, we know that he wrote the get for his wife, and the rumor is that they had Tashmish together. A Koyan's not allowed, allowed, allowed to re, remarry his wife. He can't marry any Grusha. So if this rumor is true, we have a serious problem. What should we do? So Shmuel said they should, be, they should separate. And this inquires, requires some further inquiry. What sort of inquiry, what sort of bidiga do we need to do? It's not just that we have to silence the rumor, because Shmuel was in Ardo, and Ardo, they didn't silence rumors. Elamai means we have to figure out what this rumor means, because the rumor said that he had written a get for his wife. Now, what does written mean? In this place, do they refer to giving a get as writing? Or does writing just mean writing? Maybe when they say giving, it means writing. Now, it's true that if writing could mean giving, it could also mean writing, that he just wrote a get for his wife. If it turns out, explains the Gemara, that they refer to giving a get as writing a get, Maybe they're saying that he actually gave her the get. I, Rav Ashi says that if you have any rumors going around after a marriage, we don't listen to rumors. Before a marriage, we can try to take preventative measures. But once they're married, we ignore the rumors. So what are we doing here and actually validating, making inquiries? No, so the Gemara answers. It doesn't mean that they're going to be divorced from this marriage. They'll be the ma- divorced from her second marriage. If she goes to marry a Koyin, it could be she's a Grusha that, 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 that's married to a Koyin. I then, essentially, you're calling the children from their first marriage, Mom's Arim. If they were divorced and then having kids, those children were out of wedlock. A Koyin marrying a Grusha. The Gemara says that we're not worried that people are going to think that their the first marriage's children are mamzerim because we see that they're, they're making these her second marriage uh, separate, that she has to leave her second Kayan husband. But her first Kayan husband is okay. They'll just say that it must be that he divorced her right before he died. And these children were before the divorce. Next, Rabbi Barachano tells Rabbi Yochanan, in the name of Rabbi Yehuda Bar Eloi, look how different the Doris Rishenim are than the Doris Achroinim. The Doris Rishenim are Bishamai. Doris Achroinim are Rabbi Doisa. You see in a Braisa that we just said Bishamai is hassling a woman to marry a Koyan just because her husband 
wrote her a get, even though he didn't give it to her. And Rav Doisa says that if a woman is, is captured, she can still eat churuma because he says, why does it make a difference if some, if some Arabs messed with her? She's puzzled to, for kahuna. Not necessarily that, that she actually slept with her captors. And also says in Rabbi the Bariloi, there's a difference between the Darius Vishonim and the Darius because the Darius Vishonim, they used to bring their fruits, their produce in from the field straight through their front yard, through the front door in a way that they'd be chayiv and maisrus. But the Darius Achroinim found a loophole, a heter to avoid the chayiv of Chumas and to bring their fruits in through the roof and the like to ponder themselves from Maeser. Rabbi Yana said this halacha, the, the Pasuk says, uh, you only have a maeser when the produce sees the bias, when it goes through the front door. Rabbi Yechonah says even the chotzer can do that because it says, In the next mission, we learn if someone divorces his wife and then we, we see them together, sleeping together in an inn. So Beshamai says, they don't require a second get, but Beshamai says they do. That, because he's worried that they had be a shame kedushin, so they would need another divorce from this new kedushin. But the, the Mishnah clarifies that this is only when they were divorced from a marriage. If they were only divorced from an engagement, they were never married. They we're not worried that they slept together because they're not comfortable with each other yet. And we're not going to require, and therefore we're not going to require a second get. And the Gemara Rabbi Barachano Amrav Yechonin tells us that the whole machlekes basil meshamai is big chiddush. That it's only when we actually see them having bia. And the machlekes is the meshamai holds that a person is willing to have bia l'shem znus, but basil says no. A person doesn't do that. It's l'shem kedushin, and therefore you need a get from it. However, Rabbi Yechonah would say that if, if we didn't actually see them having Bia, everyone would agree that they do not require a second get. In a Mishnah, we learned that Basil and Mishamai agree. Right? We said that if they're, div- they're only divorced from a, an engagement, not a marriage, there they don't need a, a second get. But hold on. If we saw them having Bia, who cares whether they were divorced or married? Who cares whether they feel comfortable with each other? Clearly, they feel comfortable with each other. Elamai, our Mishnah is talking about when we did not see them having Bia. Rabbi Oichanon is saying his halacha in a brisa that's, that disagrees with our Mishnah, where Shimon ben Elazar says that Bisham and Bissel disagree only when we see them having Bia. When, they, when we don't see it, according to the brisa, they don't require a second get. It's only when we see that they're arguing whether someone will make his be'ila be'ilas asnus. So the Gemara says, hold on, in our Mishnah, when we didn't see them having be'a, what's the machloikas? So the Gemara says, the machloikas in our Mishnah, when we didn't see it, is whether having edos that they were meyachet together counts as a, an edos that they actually had be'a. If they were together, secluded with enough time to have be'a, does that count as edos that they did have be'a, even though we didn't see it? Basil holds that it's the same thing, and therefore they would need a second get. But they would agree when they were only divorced from being engaged that they don't require a second get because we don't have a liboy gaspa. They're not comfortable with each other. So the edus that we have on the yichud doesn't prove that they had bia. In fact, the Gemara does really hold 
like the Brisa against that Mishnah? Rabbi Yochanan says that, that we pass on like a Stam Mishnah. And in our Mishnah, we said that, that they didn't see each other, that we didn't see them having Bia. My answer is that it's Machlikas Amiroyim, according to Rabbi Yochanan. In the next Mishnah, we learn that if someone, a woman remarries using a get that's missing some signatures, it's called a get, a bald get, where it's, he, when someone's bald, he's missing here where you expect here. So in, this, in the get, a bald get, it's missing signatures where you'd expect signatures. They would fold it up, and on every fold, you require another signature. So if some of those signatures are missing, and then this woman t- uses this get to remarry, she has to divorce the first and second husband, and she gets the raw end of the deal in every way, shape, and form. According to Ben Nanas and Amishnah, if you have a get that's missing signatures, anybody else, any third aide can come and fill in those extra signatures. Rabbi Akiva says, no. The only people who can are relatives that would be able to give edos. Koshul edos. And the last line of the Mishnah is explaining what a get kareach is, that it's missing. It has more folds than it has edim, meaning it's folded in places that, doesn't, that, that aren't signed. What's Pshan asks the Gemara that a get kareach would be an issue? Because we make a gazera that maybe the guy said, I want all of you people to be the Adam to sign. And that's why he made all these folds. And one of his Adam didn't come through and didn't sign. So since Rechosha said, he said, Kulchem, we passed this get. Now we end our mission with Machlekes, Rabbi Akiva, and Ben Nanas, who can be the extra Adam after two. What's wrong with Rabbi Akiva? According to Rabbi Akiva, why can't he, we, he bring in an Eved to be a third signature? So we have three potential reasons. Number one, we might come to think that an Eved can be kashalaitis. So look, he's signing a get. The Gemara says, yeah, but a relative also. People might start thinking that they're kashalaitis. Why would a Karoiv be any different than an Eid? Think about a Ganav, a Gazlin, an Eved, they can't? So we have a second answer, that an Eved... He's not allowed to sign according to Rabbi Akiva because we might think, we might have an assumption, oh, if he's able to turn on a get, it must be that he's not an Eved, it must be that he's a Ben Chayrin. Oh, yeah, and, and why does, doesn't he allow a Goslin? Rabbi Akiva says in a Mishnah that the only people who are allowed to pay are, uh, who are allowed to be the third signature are relatives, not a Goslin. There's no issue of Yichus. By a Goslin. And then I have a third answer that the reason why they specifically, the Eved cannot, only relatives, is because an Eved, you might think, that since he's signing it, that he was freed. Oh, and maybe when the Goslin signs, we'll think that he did Shuva. So he can't sign either. But a relative, what are you going to say? Everyone knows that they're related, so there's no issue. No one's going to think differently about this relative because he signed, he was the third signature on this get. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.